Hello, my friends. This is Dan Jones to share another quiet talk with you today. Where I live this time of year, you often see people driving around in classic cars that have been carefully restored. They're beautiful and they bring back old memories. I admire the skill and commitment of those who have the patience to do this kind of painstaking work. I remember as a kid getting my first bicycle. It wasn't shiny new, but I was still very excited to get it. My dad had taken an old bike and fixed it up for me to ride. He didn't paint it, but he did the things that were necessary, new tires and handlebar grips and new pedals, and he may have straightened or replaced uh, some spokes. I don't remember. I just remember that I had my own bike, and I loved it. My dad worked hard on it when he wasn't putting in long hours at his job with an asphalt contractor. I love to see something that is broken and unusable, restored, whether it's a bike, a, a piece of furniture, or even a house. But there is nothing as wonderful as seeing a broken human being restored by the grace of Jesus Christ. Country people have a colorful saying that describes a person who had been through the ringer of life, so to speak. Like an overtired horse, they've been rode hard and put up wet. I hope you city slickers get that. But the world is full of these folks. Life has not been kind. Of course, there are usually bad choices that figure in, but not always. We've all made bad choices. It's just that some of them have made more, or some of the choices have more severe consequences than others. And so thousands of people live with regret and believe that their lives have been ruined beyond repair. They don't see how they can be restored. But there is one who can make a new life out of one that is broken, and his name is Jesus. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Christ makes you new, a new creation. The primary meaning of the word that's translated creation is founding or framing. Let's look at both of those ideas. To found is to take the first steps in building. It means to set something on a solid base. Your old life was not a solid base. It was on the false principles of what the world thinks is wisdom. The Bible says that the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. In Proverbs 14, 12, we read, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Jesus gave that familiar parable at the end of the Sermon on the Mount about two kinds of foundations. You can build on a rock or you can build on sand. The outcome of building on sand is obvious to everybody. Unfortunately, the application of this parable is not clear to most people. They build their lives on the sands of human wisdom rather than on the rock of God's word. The end of that kind of founding is destruction. Then the word for creation also means framing. 
after the foundation is laid, the house is framed with wood. The framing is like the skeleton of the house. It's what keeps it standing up. So to a life fallen through sin and failure, Jesus brings a new foundation and sets your life on it. He makes you new. Can you believe that God can do this? Well, you can. If you couldn't believe this, God wouldn't expect you to do so. Again, keep in mind that this renovation of your life is God's work, but it becomes effective in your life through faith. You may say, I don't have any faith. That's a fair statement. I could say, I don't have a healthy diet. What I need to do is to change my diet, quit eating junk food and eat the good stuff. How does that apply to having the faith you need to get that new life? To those who have no faith, it is possible to get it. It is possible to increase it. Remember the man who brought his son to Jesus so that Jesus might heal him? He said to the Lord, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. So start by sincerely praying that prayer. God wants you to believe. Honestly, tell God you have no faith and then ask him to give you faith. Say the words, whether you feel it or not, God will certainly give you the free gift of faith. Then listen to this promise. In Romans 10, the Bible says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Did you get that? Faith comes. It may not be there at the moment, but faith comes. Just because you don't have faith right now doesn't mean you never will. So how does faith come? Faith comes through hearing the word of God. Begin to read God's word every day. Turn off the foolish voices of the world, the TV, the internet. Turn it off and listen to God. If you do, faith will come. Especially listens, listen to Romans chapter 6. It talks about the new person and the old person. Paul says there, we were buried therefore with him, that is with Jesus Christ, by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. This may not make sense to you at the moment, but again, it's the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of man. Read it over and over. Memorize it. Put it in the first person. Say back to God, I was buried with Jesus through baptism into death, so that just like Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, I too can walk in a new life. The more you say that and say it out loud, the more you will believe it. And say 2 Corinthians 5, 17 out loud. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The oldest passed away. Behold, the new has come. What you're doing when you focus and meditate on the truth of God's word in this way is what Paul talked about in Romans 12. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. 
that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. What you need more than anything is for your mind to be made new, to be renewed through the Word of God. The Word of God will wash away all the old thinking that is keeping you in your broken state. It will change your life. The Word of God is living and powerful. It will make you new. Someday everything will be new, not just our thoughts, but our bodies, this whole universe. In the last book of the Bible, the next to the last chapter, it says, And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. That work of making all things new is already underway. God isn't waiting until the end of the world to do this. At this moment, he is remaking and remodeling people from the inside out. He wants to do this for you. My friend, soak your mind in God's word so you can be renewed in your thoughts. Let him restore your life starting right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, if there's one listening to this talk today that feels like their life has been ruined and can't be fixed, Lord, I pray that you will impart to them that divine gift of faith, Lord God. Plant faith in their hearts through the operation of your work and your grace so that they might believe the word of God that says that Jesus can make us new. He can make us new creations. He can found us on the solid foundation and frame us up into a new creation in Jesus Christ. Grant us that faith to believe today, Lord, and to engraft your word into our souls that it might bring forth fruit unto righteousness. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Precious friend, we are seeking, uh, some of my friends and I are seeking to uh, Share this message of new life in Christ with folks in the Capital District of New York, which is Albany, Schenectady, in that area, and we currently are meeting in Schenectady. We call ourselves the Bread of Life Anglican Church, and we meet on Sundays at 10 o'clock at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. If you have in that area you don't have a church home, we would love to meet you 10 o'clock Sunday, 1809 Union Street, and as always... You can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God bless you.